Good morning, everybody. I just thought I would come in and drop some nuggets. It's not going to take long, but I just was thinking about something, just about to head out and run some errands. And I thought, hey, let me just um, talk about this because I did not get back to everybody about um, just getting deeper into sowing and reaping. And so I thought I would talk a little bit about a little bit about it um, in terms of the reaping season and like the weight and you know what may occur during that time and so it's just different parts to it and I just want to talk a little bit more about it so here we go so I was sitting and thinking to myself you know why is it that you know someone could be 10 20 years out of a, of a behavior or a relationship or um 10 20 years out of a foreclosure or you know, a business going under or a marriage failing or, um, what can I say? A fling or some kind of, you know, not healthy relationship. You know what I'm saying? Unhealthy relationship, whatever it is, you could be 10, 20 years away from that. Um, you could be 20 years clean of alcohol, 20 years clean of a drug. And I was thinking, why is it that, you know, that person could be in a totally different place in our life and people are constantly thinking about what they did as opposed to who they are. And why is it that, you know, we always kind of sometimes look at that person for who they were as opposed to who they are now, you know, and just not giving them the benefit of the doubt and almost as if you're just kind of like making their way hard, you know, like not really, um, how can I put it? I just, I don't know how to sum it up, but just not giving them the benefit of the doubt. And I know I'm somewhat, I know I do that. I ain't gonna lie to you that I don't, I do. Because there are some people that I know um, that if they had a funny way about them with me, I don't care if it was 30 years ago they said something and it hurt my feelings, I still don't like them to this day. Like I still, you know, don't really 100% trust them and I don't like them. You know, and I don't deal 100% with them. I might speak to them, but that's about it. I'll talk when I feel like talking, but a lot of times I don't. And so it's just, I realize that it is because I still hold that grudge. It is because I still feel in my heart some malice against that person because of what they said, because I haven't let that hurt go. Like what they said could have really, really hurt my feelings, but I was always taught to turn the other cheek and let it go. And maybe I should have addressed it. Maybe I should have said something about it. Maybe I should have told that person, you know, that really hurt my feelings when you said it. But hindsight 2020, and I'm getting better with this. I can't say I'm 100% there, but sometimes if it's not immediate, if it's not an immediate offense, you don't need to deal with it. If it's something 10, 20, 30 years old, I would say even a year old, child, just, I'm not saying turn the other cheek, but find out if it's better for you to invest your time and energy into into disliking that person and, and avoiding them and not talking to them and not supporting them. If If, if, if it's worth it, or if it's worth you just giving them the time of day, keeping your distance because you don't 100% trust them because you know how they do, um, but not being disrespectful, you know, being respectful, you know, being kind, you know, having a listening ear if they need it, 
Um, but keeping your distance because, like I said, you know this person may be, you know, but you don't want to, how can I say, you're not walking around like, oh, I'm not going to talk to them. I'm not going to deal with them because they did this and that. It's just you're being cautious. You're being more cautious. So you're not saying stuff that you don't want everybody to know. You're not inviting them to 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 sit with you or go places with you and do stuff with you when you know that you're not going to feel comfortable talking around them. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? Like the type of person where if you stopped drinking 20 years ago and you've not drank, but every now and again, you will have a glass of wine. You don't drink like heavy liquor and stuff like that. You might have a glass of wine and that person goes somewhere and see you drinking a glass of wine. And then the next thing you know, they're going around telling people, you know, she back to drinking again because we went out the other night. She was drinking that type person, you know, is is that type special species of a person that would do that. So I'm not saying that you're being mean to the person. I'm saying that you call a spade a spade. You know who that person is. You know, they are prone to do stuff like that. So you just kind of distance yourself. Like I said, you're not going you know, totally be disrespectful or anything like that. You just not cool. You're not cool with them. You're not hanging with them. You're not asking them to come over for nothing. You just, you speak and you keep going, right? That type. So what I was thinking about was, you know, a lot of times, and I think I've talked about this before. Sometimes you have to realize that people are a lot more vested in your loss or your failures than they are in your wins. And so you're not going to get the congratulations. You're not going to get, you know, the encouragement that you needed along the way. So say, for instance, you got a a seed that you're sowing, you know, and you sown the seed, you're watering the seed, you're working on it, say it's a business. It could be a degree. It could be a house, a car. It could be a marriage, whatever it is, weight loss, It could be a number of things. You're just trying to better yourself overall. And you're working towards that. And in the beginning, you planted the seed, you're watering the seed, you're, you know, putting on fertilizer, you're you're praying over all of that. You're putting in the time to, to see this thing get better. And you say to yourself, you know, I don't really see any growth here. Okay. And so you start looking for other resources. Like, what else can I do? to kind of help and 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 you try all this other stuff and then you realize that really honestly when you when you look up the plant or whatever it is that you're planting or the seed or whatever you look and you realize through a lot of different you know a lot of research and reading that for a lot of people who are very very good at cultivating that type plants where there's that type business getting that type car or building your credit or weight loss that it takes time And you say, okay, now that I know this is going to take time, let me brace myself for the wait, (laughs) okay? Take a deep breath and brace yourself for the wait because it may not be something that comes to you right away. And it may be that you're just going to have to stay optimistic. You're going to have to continue to pour in and water that seed. And so what I was talking about with reaping and sowing is that Not only are you there just planting your own seeds and wanting to see them grow, you're also planting seeds in other people. So whereas you may not get the benefit, say, for instance, from your parents loving on you and pouring into you, you can pour into other kids. 
You can be there to be a shoulder to cry on, to be the person that can encourage them. You can volunteer at your local, like in your school district to do stuff. Um, anything that, that just makes your heart smile. Like, I mean, I used to do Meals on Wheels. I used to volunteer a lot. And I can honestly tell you stuff like that makes your heart smile. It makes you feel so good to do for other people. And I must say this, I was taught this as a kid. And I have to reiterate it to myself as an adult that you don't have to tell everybody what you're doing. Because when you give and when you do, you're not doing it for immediate gratification of others. If that's what you want, then that's your reward. Okay? If that's what you want, then that's your reward. But if you're doing it for a deeper meaning, a kingdom meaning, meaning you know by sowing those seeds, God has something for you. It's coming. You got some seeds that you got sown and you are watering those seeds. You have planted those seeds. You are cultivating those seeds and you want those things to grow. So in order for you to honestly see those things through and to see those things become, you know, a plant or, or, or those dreams come to fruition, you know, you must sow and you must sow into others. So you planted your seeds, you sown your seeds for your own good, but you're also doing it for someone else. And that's why I... It was like when I was listening to Michael Todd, when he was talking about that, I was like, yes, I wish a lot more people did that because all of us would have the help we need. You understand what I'm saying? Like if everyone understood that not only are you planting in your own garden, but you're tending to someone else, you're helping someone else, you know, so that they can get what they need. That's that's a blessing in itself. And all the things that you have planted, all the things that you have sown, they will be returned to you. And one day you'll look at your garden, you'll look at your plants and you'll have plentiful, you know, a plentiful garden, plentiful trees. And you will be able to see, and I'm just doing this for um, an example so you can understand that once you plant those things, you could have a forest of blessings. You could have, you know, farmland for miles and miles and miles of blessings because you are willing to pour into other people because you were willing to, while you were yet planting and trying to grow your own, you were willing to take, you were willing to take some of the seeds that you had, okay? You were willing to take some of your money, some of your time, some of your resources, your knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, and pour it into someone else who has a need. And that's all I wanted to say today is very short, but that was just my summation of reaping and sowing that, you know, sometimes you're going to meet people that's not going to sow into you. You're going to meet people that are not willing to pour into you. And they may look at you for what you did 10, 20 years ago, and they're not willing to. Recently, somebody was telling me something about a friend of theirs. And the friend always talks to this lady and the lady's, you know, kids have had different issues, you know, with drugs and discipline and everything and so the lady would key 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 with this lady all the time right and she said you know I thought it was really strange that this lady would text a couple of the ladies in the group and tell this you know tell us don't give you know you know Betty's son any money because you know he he's not going to work you know and it's it's you know it's no need in trying to help him and I thought, wow, why would someone do that? 
you know? And that's why I started this off by saying that before I talked about reaping and sowing is that sometimes, you know, some people try to cut off your blessing. There are people who are willing to pour into you and help you. And then there's always that, that little demon that come over there and be like, don't, don't help her. Don't, you, you don't need to be doing nothing to help her. She, what she need to do is that they need to do this and that for themselves. And let me tell you something about people like that. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to give you a warning. I hope you listen to it. When you try to cut a blessing for someone else, you're basically cutting your own. You're cutting your own. When you tell someone not to pour into someone else, you're cutting your own. It is better to give than to receive. Yes, it is. Um, It is very much so. But if there is a need, that person has a need and God lays it on your heart to pour into them. Whether you're taking up time and talking to them, whether you're praying for them, whether you're helping them financially, if God lays it on your heart to do so, regardless of what they do with it, because prayerfully, they will make a turn. Prayerfully, you know, Betty's son will do better. Prayerfully, her daughters will do better. But you don't want to cut their blessing because I think a lot of times we're so vested in seeing people fail that we don't understand that they can honestly win too. Meaning, just because that person has had a history of not working and not doing and, and being on drugs and this and that, you don't know. Maybe a word that, that you said to them, a prayer that you prayed for them, maybe them seeing that someone actually loves and cares for them is the one thing that will tip them to do the right thing. You understand what I'm saying? So it's not your place to cut someone else's blessing, you know, when God has blessed you. You know, I mean, there are many times that I have said stuff out the way and I thought to myself, who the heck did I think I was? Because I am just a mere mortal, a a very ravished piece of clay that God continuously molds day after day. I have no place. So with me knowing that, I know that it's not my place to belittle you or to beat you down or to basically kind of think I can foresee who you are and what you're going to do, but basically speak life and hope that regardless of who you are today, that you will see the light and that you will be the light and that you will continue to shine bright as God would have us to all do. Have a great weekend and continue to be blessed.